Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I know you are here wanting to change and rewrite your story. You are desiring to step into the impact that you know you were here to create. I am here to guide you with the proven tools and strategies used by myself and our speakers to support you in taking radical responsibility in your life and learning how to own your choices to change your story. My name is Marsha Van Weinsberg. I am a storytelling business coach, master NLP trainer, speaker, podcaster, and seven times published author. My clients have found freedom and purpose from overcoming their shame stories and learning how to share them with the world. I am so grateful you are here. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. This is a Friday episode and it's going to be a quick one, but I wanted to just do my Friday review and shout out. If you are wanting to hear your name shouted out, please leave me a rating or review on Apple or on Spotify because it really does help the show to grow and to just continue to spread the message further. So this one is from Just Me To Say. The best way to get inspired and look at yourself introspectively. The messages from some of these stories connects you with people's struggles and perseverance. Great podcasts listen to the show. I love this. Thank you so much. Amazing stories, inspiring, motivational, and touching. That really just sums up so many of the interviews and the conversations that I've got to have on the show. And I just, I love being able to share these stories with you because it just reminds us that we're not alone, right? We're not alone in our struggles. We're not alone in our stories. And the reason that we feel that we are is because we don't like to talk about the things that are challenging. And so let's normalize, continue to normalize these conversations. So to keep it super simple today, I want to talk about the words that are blocking you. Now, This is a, this is an interesting short topic. I want you to ask yourself, what is the one word that you know that you say on a regular basis that does not support you? We all have one. We have all got a couple that we use. Years ago, mine was stuck. Mine was the word stuck because I felt stuck. I felt stuck in every single aspect of my life. And I had to get to the point of recognizing that no wonder I was feeling so stuck because our words actually are continually perpetuating our thoughts. Like the more I speak my words, the more my subconscious mind is looking for proof to show me that, yep, here you go. You're stuck. You're right. You don't have any choices. You don't have any options. You are stuck. And I can think of so many times in my life when I felt stuck, when I was dealing as a parent and dealing with so many challenges. I even think back to before I left my job in 2020 because of the pandemic, in a hindsight, bit of a blessing there, I felt that this change was coming for over a year, but I felt really stuck because I didn't have a business set up. I was trying to do both and time was always a factor and I was doing my best, et cetera. And I felt really stuck and people would say, oh, just burn the boats. And you know what? I understand the analogy of burn the boats. I really do. But that did not feel supportive and that did not encourage me to continue to move forward and make the change happen. So really it was, it led to more frustration. 
So it's really important when you're working with somebody and you don't have to be a coach. This can be even a relationship. When you're working with somebody who is feeling the frustration and you can see it and the words are having an impact with them, don't just like scream out advice at them because that maybe that's not what they're looking for. Sometimes as humans, we just like to be heard. And that gives us a little bit of a validation, understanding our feelings are normal. When we're in the middle of it, sometimes it's hard to see that. And so I had to get to the space of recognizing that the word stuck was actually bringing and manifesting this feeling of feeling stuck in all areas of my life. And I heard Tony Robbins say this years ago, like that, how can you flip that word? Recognize that word that you're saying that's not supporting you and flip it. And every time I found myself saying stuck, I'm like, no, I'm not stuck. I just haven't found my way yet. I haven't found the next decision. I haven't, I'm, I'm open to receiving the possibilities, but I don't know my way yet. And of course, this is new because I haven't been here before. And so you start to change and reframe the words and it really will change your perspective. When you start changing your energy, your energy is going to change your emotions, which is actually going to change your thoughts. And it really does take time and practice, but our words are so much more powerful than we think. And they're driving the wheel constantly. The other thing that I think is actually a bit ironically funny is when it comes to our words is that when you are speaking your words that are not supporting you, you're the one that's listening. You're the one that's hearing them over and over. They're actually not really affecting everyone, everyone else in the way that they're affecting you because you're the one that's listening. And so when you keep saying those words, I laugh and think, okay, my body is listening nonstop and my subconscious mind is going, oh, you want proof? Okay, here you go. And so it will always look for proof to validate what you are speaking to life. So be very mindful that what you're speaking to life is actually what you want. Your subconscious mind does not understand negatives. It doesn't understand negatives. It doesn't understand time. So it really doesn't differentiate between past, present, and future. So if you are constantly replaying your past in your words and in your thoughts, It's really hard to create a new future when you're living primarily in the past with your thoughts. So those are some of the things about your subconscious mind. It really doesn't understand the difference. So you learn how to use it to your advantage instead of your disadvantage. So I learned this so much from Tony Robbins years ago, but I really started to practice that every time I said the word stuck, I would come up with a different word. And just like every time I used to say why, as in why me, I would come up with a why doesn't matter, it's what. Because what was an action word and it was a verb and it would allow me to focus on what I was going to do next. So it's not about the why, it was about the what. So those are just a couple of the things that I went through to change that. But I can tell you when you point out lack, most of us point out lack. It's very easy to point out the frustration of, you know, rising costs, stress in families, a lot of unknowns. Those are all lack mentality. We're allowed to feel. I need you to, I need you to know that this is okay. We are allowed to feel and I want you to feel. But again, going back to thinking that I don't, we're not going through, we're going through the valley and we're having those emotions, but not unpacking and staying there. We're not living there. Allow yourself to feel it, let it pass through, let it move, 
and then continue to find a way to shift that perspective. Because if you try to shift the perspective without feeling and getting curious about what you're feeling, all you're doing is shoving it down. And that's literally just keeping it around longer, right? Just keeping it around longer. So when you point out lack, you feed the energy of lack. When you speak about lack, you feed the energy of lack. When you think about lack, you feed the energy of lack. That can be the same for everything, for everything. When you think the negative, you feed the energy of negative. That is literally how our body works. So in this mini episode here, I want you to think about there is one word that you probably say more often than you realize. And I want you to ask yourself, what is that one word? What is the one word, one phrase that you say that you know is not moving you forward? Not only is it not moving you forward, let's just call it, it's actually like blocking you, like brick wall blocking you from moving forward. When you say, I try, I'll try. Like I'll try is already a cop out, right? It's like literally already a cop out. Are you going to, or you're not, right? In the words of Yoda, like there's no try. You do or you don't. Which one are you doing? Um, I should. Ew, ew. Just should is not like should is not a word. <laughs> they always say don't should all over yourself. It's it it's should is like a shame of like I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I didn't do this. We were having a call with a coaching client the other day. And we talked about something. I'm like, well, when did this idea come up? And you could see immediately, she's like, well, I've had this idea for years. I've never done anything about it. I'm like, okay, so why did you just shame yourself? Because the second you shame yourself, you actually make it longer before something happens. And so shooting? No, definitely not. Um, how about this one? I'm just a, so just the word just, I, I work really hard not to use that word, but just justification is in that pool of jealousy and that negative toxic energy. So just is minimizing. You're minimizing what you are capable of doing. Just like, I'm just a mom. I hear that all the time. Just a mom. I'm just a, I'm just a, uh, this is my business. I'm just this. We're not just any of this. Like that's not who we are. Um, what about if you say, I don't have time to do it. And I love this reframe. When you say, I don't have time, instead say, it's not a priority for me. Like tell somebody, if you're like, I don't have time to go, how about try telling them it's not a priority for you? I'm not saying go around and hurt people's feelings, but I'm saying be like, be honest and be real because every time you tell yourself you don't have time and I do this all the time, listen, just I do this. I'm very real with you. But what I will do is I'll stop and say, um, I have the time for everything that I need to support myself today. I have the time for all the things that are required today. Everything that needs to be done today will be done. And if it doesn't, it can wait. So you start to change that intensity. You want to change out of that, like, oh my gosh, I have to push. I have so much to do. I can't possibly blah, 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 blah. Like that energy is just, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And at the end of the day, a lot of these things don't have to be done. I mean, any other recovering people who would put something on a list just to cross it off? Like I used to do that all the time. Like what how sad is that? But I did because it felt like, oh, I accomplished something. It took me longer to write it down and cross it off. Just like leave it and move on. So those words can play a big factor. Um, another one that came up was like, if this happens, then I'll do this. It's like you're mapping out, like when this goes wrong, this is what I'm going to do next. You can't plan those things in advance. That's just not how that works. You absolutely can't plan those things in advance. Sometimes you have to make decisions in the moment. 
Um, I can't is always one of my favorites. I can't. I'm like, why can't you? When did you decide that? And here's the question that I would encourage you to ask yourself with any of these. When did you decide that? Because your subconscious mind, you decided at some point in your life that you couldn't X, Y, Z. You couldn't create this. You couldn't do this. You weren't capable. You decided somewhere. And I used this example on another episode before, but I made the comment that I wasn't very good at writing copy. And I mean, when it comes to writing like copy for a sales page and stuff, like it's just not my thing. I don't love it. And I made the comment that I'm not very good at writing copy. And one of my other NLP trainers said to me, when did you decide that? And I'm like, oh, damn, she just used it to know exactly what she just did. And I said, I don't know. And she said, it's interesting because you've published seven times. I would say that, you know, something about copy and it's so it's, it's interesting. Our words have meaning. When I was telling myself I wasn't good at copy, I had a hard time even showing up to write things because I'm like, eh, that's not good enough. Oh, wait, I better go check and see someone else does it. And then it's like, oh, I can't write like that. Wait, where's my voice? And you totally lose yourself. So be very mindful of these words and call out that one word that you keep saying. The one that you're using, the one that keeps you stuck, the one that puts you in victim mindset, that word that you keep using, call it out. Find a different alternative for it and a new phrase. And then I would actually encourage you to find a way to track how much you say it. Cause I did this and I recognized I was saying the word stuck. I like it literally. Like I, I think by the time I hit 50 times in that first half hour, 30 to 60 minutes, I was like, okay, point made, point made. So that's what I'm saying out loud. I also want you to know the words that you don't speak out loud, but you think have just as much power, if not more, if not more, because they're like stuck down in this toxic trudge of thoughts that are negative, not supporting you, moving you forward. And you're literally keeping them alive. You're creating this like breeding zone of like just toxic muck that's in there. And that is not going to create change in your life either. So your words have power. How do you create change? You find the one word that you use, you know, you use it. If you don't know, ask somebody else somebody closest to you. It can be simple. I said the word can't, it can be, I can't afford that. And I often say like, do not say that like, or finish it with, I, it's not in the budget yet. I don't choose to put it here. This is not important to me. There's lots of different ways to word it. So think of the word that you use, call it out, write it down, look for an alternative. Just take one hour and track how often you use it, especially when you're in a high stressful, challenging time, because that's when these words are going to come out even more, even more they're going to come out because these are like your anchored old subconscious language words that you use all the time. And then find that new way to say it. And honestly, just ask for some accountability. Ask for some accountability. Your friends in your corner, they don't even have to say anything. My coaching clients, and when I'm in calls with them, they'll say something and I kind of grin. They're like, oh crap, I just did it again, didn't I? I'm like, yep, yeah. It's that awareness, that awareness piece. And where can you have a little bit of fun with yourself, not self-deprecating, but laugh it a little bit and go, wow, that is a prevalent issue that I do a lot of. And that's how we create change. So I would love to know what words you use that are blocking you that you are committed to changing because it will change everything. It actually will create so much change in your life that you won't even recognize. Now, even years later, like a decade later, when I say the word stuck, I get this feeling in my body. It's like, ew, that is not, ew, I don't like that. That does not feel good because I have anchored in me 
that is from a point in time in my life when I don't want to go back to. I have no desire to go back to that point at all. Like at all. I don't live there anymore. Just passing through. I have my days where I go through the valley, but I'm not passing through. We're not pitching a tent. We're not buying property. We're not living in that victim mindset again. Just passing through. So I'd love to know how this message lands. If you want to join us for the Monday episodes, they are on Patreon exclusively and they're juicy. I'm just telling you they are juicy. I would love to have you join us there. Um, on that, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here for the downloads, for sharing. I appreciate you so much. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. If you love this episode, I invite you to tag me on social media with your takeaways or share it with a friend. Please, if you feel called, take 30 seconds to leave a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. Until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.